Hello, uh, welcome to Ask Distract. Uh, this is the show where we squeeze the knowledge from members of the Distract team. Uh, and this week we're talking about repositioning campaigns. So we found a lot since the uh, coronavirus outbreak uh, in this country, at least, that a lot of our clients' campaigns um, aren't really going to be working, uh, specifically because journalists only seem to be focusing um, on the one main bit of news, which is coronavirus. Um, so all of a sudden, you've seen a massive drop off in people looking for stories about AI, um, people asking for opinions of accountants, people wanting to know um, about how to recruit in the print and packaging industry. Um, it's all now about coronavirus. Um, so for us, that's meant looking at a lot of what we're doing for our clients and sort of repositioning to sort of fit into that. Um, what we've tried to avoid, though, is sort of just cramming our client comments into coronavirus news. Uh, it's not going to work. People aren't going to listen to it. Um, it's, it's already being flooded by PRs trying to get their clients in stories. Um, so what we've tried to do is take our most relevant clients, um, find the stories that work for them, um, for example, if a lot of businesses are closing down, we'll go to a client that can talk strongly about insolvency and business recovery. Um, so we can say, we've got an expert who can talk about this, um, and this is why. Uh, and this is why it's relevant or more relevant than what a lot of other PRs are doing with their clients. Um, so at the moment, it's just all about refocusing campaigns to try and jump on the news, uh, but not sort of cram it in so much that a journalist is just going to think that's a bit icky uh, and then just get rid of it. Uh, a lot of our clients, we are sticking to our guns a little bit just to see um, sort of how it goes. A lot of, so obviously there are journalists who don't want to write about coronavirus all the time. Um, so we're trying to find the ones that um, haven't transitioned into that sort of trend of news uh, and we're just sort of feeding them with the, the usual um, sort of content that they're looking for. Um, this morning, actually, Carphone Warehouse have gone into administration. So we've got a client who can talk uh, at length about that and we've already had um, a load of responses from people who are looking to sort of talk about that today um, which isn't actually coronavirus related for once um, so for us it's a lot about just finding which clients uh, have stories that they can write about that they usually do uh, and which ones that we need to sort of jump onto this sort of news trend and um, try and get a little bit more coverage so since the coronavirus outbreak uh, in the UK obviously PR has been a little bit harder um, just because it's all people want to be writing about. Um, so for us, we've got to, you know, like I said, find the find the way to sort of get our client news in. Um, but it's also been a little bit more difficult because obviously since a lot of journalists are working from home, they're working a little bit slower than they usually do. Um, for PRs, it's, it's the same thing, you know, breaking down that communication. Um, for now, obviously, Distract is uh, in the office. Um, we don't know how long that's going to last, but obviously... We're going to do our best to keep up communication between the teams to do the best for our clients. Um, and uh, hopefully our clients are going to do the best to keep up communication with us as well. Because um, obviously PR is a two-way street. If we can't get what we need for clients, um, journalists can't get what they need from us. Um, and very quickly you can see the whole system break down. Um, so for now, everything's rosy. Um, but we're going to see how it goes in the next coming days and weeks. Uh, and hopefully the PR industry stays going strong. We've been hit by one of the oddest, most desperate situations to have happened to mankind in quite a while, or like mass mankind in quite a while. And it almost seems trivial to discuss kind of like its impact on buying habits. However, in like a marketing context, there certainly are um, those impacts. 
so in times of um, abnormality like this, what you often find is that demand for certain products and services absolutely plummets and then demand for other products and services absolutely shoots up. So um, it's kind of not too dissimilar to what you see around Christmas, whereby like more gifting, more product-based um, clients absolutely shoot through the roof and then others you know, uh, you know, have their quiet time. It's not too dissimilar to that, I think. Um, but what we're seeing, what we're, what we're having to do is massively adjust a lot of different things in light of this. So there are certain products which are in increased demand now, which means that we're having to constantly finger on the pulse, making sure that people are buying our ones of those rather than other people's. Um, and then there's other ones as well, whereby um, those purchases are being delayed because of the uncertainty in markets and the uncertainty amongst buyer pools. And with those people, what we're having to do is we're having to put in place um, amended strategies whereby we're not necessarily looking to push forward and grow, where we're looking to sustain through this more difficult time. Um, so we're having to have our finger on the pulse uh, just as much as ever, um, but in a more uh, adapting and reacting uh, fashion rather than our usual proactive forward thinking uh, stance. I think one thing to bear in mind is people that are looking uh, looking at the market and thinking, you know, what is going to happen at the moment is um, if we introduce panic and hysteria like a lot of we see in a lot of buyer pools is it's just going to make it worse. The best thing that I think you can do in the moment is understand that um, crisis like coronavirus don't last forever. Um, you know, it's only going to be a short time. So what you can do to consolidate in that time rather than um, rather than trying to continue growth and then shooting yourself in the foot is something that I would advise. But um, but yeah, don't... I think that if we can just instill an element of calm amongst markets and amongst buyers, then everything will come to a, a quite reasonable and sensible and timely conclusion. I think that what we're seeing at the moment is a lot of people exacerbating the problem and therefore um, just making it harder for everyone, really. On the subject of whether brands should, you know, try and jump into this, try and do something around coronavirus, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's one of those. I, I, I really don't, you know, if a client came to me and said, like, we, you know, should we do something around this? I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't do it. This is just not, not one that as a marketer I'd want to play with, you know. People are dying because of this. Like we can't, we can't do anything with it. I don't think it's it's not um, it's not something. It's not sensitive. It's not right. It's just asking for for backlash. I think what you got to do at the moment is you just got to be human. You got to be sensitive. You got to be. Um, you just got to be good people at this time. I think, and as brands, brands are made up of people. We need good people behind brands, just doing what they can.